Let's check in with the state of the Spurs fan base for another fan episode and uh, catch up with some Locked On Spurs fan comments. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Hot Rod. And I'm RC from Cybertron Spurs. And you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Hey, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kent's 5 San Antonio. Follow me on X at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Hey, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. You want to go to FanDuel right now, everybody. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Go to FanDuel.com slash Lockdown to get started. Hey, what are we talking about today? We're going to be having a fan Chris Leha, he makes his return to rep the fan base on this fan episode of Lockdown Spurs. And then we're going to dive into some Lockdown Spurs fan comments later on. Just a quick heads up. Unfortunately, he could only do an audio interview. So it will be an audio only. And uh, yeah, so after this little segment here, we're going to get into some uh, discussions with uh, with the with basically the fan base. Leha is going to rep it. So we're going to see what he has to say about a few things Spurs fans are talking about. But before we do that, quickly want to catch up with some Spurs news and notes that you may have missed. Uh, Louis Vuitton, I think y'all heard about this. They have teamed up with Spurs' Victor Wimbayama as the newest ambassador. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, that Wimby effect is in full effect in San Antonio. You're looking at bringing a major label like that to the city. There's billboards that have been popping up with him and Louis Vuitton. So expect him to be wearing some very fancy, fancy smancy uh, you know, outfits pregame. My favorite one so far has been the Snake Eyes look. You know, I mean, I don't think you need to know why I like that already with all this going on behind me. But he had a Snake Eye, literally, mask, black mask with black goggles, dressed in all black, head of the Toronto game during the uh, first leg of the Rodeo Road Trip. But yeah, there you have it. Uh, Wimby and uh, the French fashion house, Louis Vuitton, just makes sense. So congratulations to Wimby. Also, congratulations to Blake Wesley. He saw his uh, high school jersey retired uh, during the All-Star break. Uh, kudos to him. Uh, I recently had a chance to talk to him about that uh, moment, and uh, he said that he was very grateful that, uh, he, you know, he thanked his family, everybody who helped him to get there. So kudos to him. And it wasn't just that about the, the, the high school giving back to him by retiring his jersey. He also donated his time and food to the local fire department, uh, back in his neighborhood. So kudos to him. So congratulations to Blake Wesley. Also, I had a chance to talk to uh, Spurs Chief Impact and Belonging Officer, Dr. Kara Allen, over this past weekend. Uh, the Spurs Give and several other uh, organizations helped redo and re reinvigorate uh, the Southside basketball court. Uh, and um, yeah, it was a great night uh, or day, I should say. And everybody showed up with a coyote, a DJ, local athletes in the city south side. But I had, again, I had a chance to catch up with Dr. Allen, and we talked about you know Spurs give and just the franchise itself giving back to the community. And one thing they're emphasizing is safe spaces to play and uh, sheltered from the elements. So instead of an outdoor court, you know, it gets it can get hot in San Antonio. They now have it covered, and they went above and beyond that. Spurs give. Uh, paved the parking lot and donated brand new bathrooms uh well the renovations for the bathroom make it kind of up to up to snuff up to grade and they're not done up next is the kingsborough park in san antonio 
that'll be the next basketball court to get the uh, silver and black upgrade, which includes, you know, a brand new court, uh, Spurs theme uh, center court on the bill on the backboards. They have the Spurs logo. They have it all. So congratulations uh, to the uh, Spurs give everybody who's involved in that effort. Uh, Dr. Karen Allen for um, taking some time to chat with me about the Spurs gifts effort and uh, getting people out there, getting the kids out there active and playing safe and covered away from the harsh elements during the uh, hot summer days. So you can check out that interview and everything we talked about on kens5.com slash Spurs. So you can't miss it. It's a big picture of, of Victor in a big puffy Louis Vuitton out, outfit and uh, jacket there. So go check it out. All right, coming up next, Chris Leha. He is going to be repping the Spurs fan base today on this fan episode of Lockdown Spurs. And we're going to be discussing the state of the Spurs fan base. What is everybody talking about? And then get into some Lockdown Spurs fan comments. But first, I want to talk to you about FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet at FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets. Same live game parlays. Also, exclusive props and more. Look, I got the app. It's a great way to stay more into the action during this NBA season. Hey, look, your Spurs are in action. What better way to have fun with that team than joining FanDuel right now? America's number one sports book. Just visit FanDuel.com slash lockdown to shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sports book partner of the NBA. Up next, I want to talk to you about LinkedIn Talent Solutions. Hey, when you're hiring for your small business and you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role, what better way to go find that at LinkedIn Talent Solutions? That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals that you can't find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have so many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have time or you know, the resources to hire. Look, 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. You should, too. They even just launched a new feature to help you write job descriptions, making the process easier and quicker. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockdownMBA. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockdownMBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And we're now joined by our good friend. He is repping the fan base today. Chris Lehal making another return right here on Locked On Spurs. He's going to be repping the fan base. You make sure you want to check him out on X at CLayhaw3. And don't forget about MCS General Contracting. We'll talk about that later on in the show. Chris, welcome back. What's up? What's up, everybody? Man, thank you for having me back, Hefe. I appreciate Not a it. Problem. You know. We should clarify to let everybody know out there. Just because it's labeled a fan episode, it's not a shot. What it is right. is that it's just you're repping the fan base. So basically, everybody, how this right exactly, basically how this works, everybody is Chris is going to represent what is going on with the fans. You know, look, I wish I could bring every single fan in the whole Spurs universe, but I can't do that. So somebody has to come in and rep them. So usually we'll tap on Chris's shoulder. He'll come on. He'll tell us what's going on with the fans. So. Just to clear up any air, uh, Leha, it's not a <laughs> shot towards you at all. 
you know, you you know me. I don't I don't I don't I don't catch feelings. You know, we don't worry about that. It's all we. I know what it is around here with you, Hefe. We know how it works. So yeah, you know, people people tend to see things sometimes and and try to make something out of nothing. Exactly. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not an expert, so you know, calling it a fan episode makes the most sense too. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, I mean, somebody's got to rep the fan base, so it might as well be somebody exactly. who's no, who's in touch with the fan base like you are. Yes, sir. All right. Well, let's go to dive into it. Uh, again, this is an audio-only portion with Chris. Unfortunately, he is at work right now, so we're going to be a little respectful for his time. So we're going to try to get him in, get him out as quick as possible. You know, Chris, uh, you know, fans, I guess maybe in a good way, are seeing the return of the Spurs as, a, as the beginning of the end of the season because there's only about a couple yeah. months left. Uh, and then that's it. That's all she wrote. Season will be over. But heading into the stretch run, heading into these final couple months-ish of the Spurs season, where are Spurs fans at right now with this team? Are they kind of already throwing their hands up in the air? Or you still have those that are saying, no, we we, we, we can still win. We can rack up wins right now. Yeah, man. So, so the way I've seen it lately, um, you you still have you know your fan part of your fan base that still wants to see your team get get some victory, and I completely understand that because obviously you don't want to end up with a worse record than what we had last year. Right? You don't want to have you know Wimby's rookie season end up being the the, the Spurs' worst uh, season record, right? So they're like, come on, we we got to get you know some some more wins. You know, and you got some fans who, like me, I mean, I'm I'm already, you know, looking at okay, what's going to happen in the off season? You know, what 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 are we going to do? What kind of moves are we going to make? And there's some fans that are that are at that point too. They're like, you know what? It is what it is. The season's gone. There is no making the play in. There's no making the playoffs. So why even you know stress about it at this point? Um, obviously, you still want to see the team, you know, succeed in a sense where you want to see players doing good. You want to see Jeremy be more consistent. Some people want to see Devin be more consistent. And the same with Keldon. You know, they want to see these guys, you know, put up consistent numbers, you know, and, and do good. Um, whether that translates to, to victories or not is, is to be seen. You know, I, what do we have, you know, 30 games left or under 30 yeah. games, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so some fans want to see the team go 500 in this last stretch of the season. That would, you know, put, put the team – I think at what twenty four, twenty five wins maybe. Right. Um, yeah. I think fans would be you know uh, okay with that, um, you know. But for the most part, you know, uh, a lot of the fans are looking into the off season already. You know, we just got done with All Star Weekend. And what did mm-hmm. we see? We saw Trey Young sitting yep. right next to Wimby, and they're chopping it up, laughing, having a good time. And everybody, every every little thing Spurs fans see now, we're gonna turn it into yep. Trace coming to San Antonio, <laughs> and and and, I'll, and I'm on that, and I'm on that train personally, man. I am on the bring Trey Young to San Antonio train. So, you know, you you see these these videos, you see them, you know, laughing it up, having a good time, and, and you know, who who knows, man? It, you know, we we all gotta wait and see when the season is over, and and see, you know, what the draft lottery is gonna do for the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're gonna be a, a draft a draft lottery team. So, let's see what that, you know, what pick we end up there. You know, what are we gonna get? You know, a Charlotte pick? No, probably not. Are we going to get that Raptors pick? Maybe. You know, there's still a lot of unforeseen things that are that are going to have to happen before you know uh, we see what this team really can put together for a trade pack. Trade up. You know, I've right. seen people say, "Give them five picks. Who cares? <laughs> Give them whoever they want. Make it happen." Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, I'm glad you brought up Trey Young. That was on the kind of my outline here for you. 
uh, you know, are, does it feel like most fans want this to happen, want this deal to happen to bring Young to San Antonio? Or do you have some that push back saying, no, nah, we're y'all crazy, Trey Young, uh, you know, he plays no defense, he's undersized. What, what, if you're going to balance it on the scales, where do fans usually land on that topic? You know, if you had asked me a couple weeks ago, I think it was, you know, 40% fans saying they want it, 60% fans saying they didn't want it because of the things you bring up where they're like, oh, we're trying to play defense. But I think now after this All-Star weekend, man, I think that's flipped. I think there's more fans on the side of, you know what, maybe we, we should try to push for Trey Young. Um, because, you know, it's not just going to be the, the Trey Young piece coming in. Obviously, the Spurs still need to make a couple more moves. You know, you need a, a you need another big man to come in. You know, Zach Collins may be out the door, and you got to bring somebody else in. Um, so it's not just going to be Trey Young uh, that's going to be coming in. You know, Jeremy Sohan plays. You know, a pretty good. Uh, he's a pretty good defensive player. You know, his offensive numbers obviously still need work, but on the defensive side, you know, he he, he can lock up LeBron. I mean, yeah, LeBron's you know, up there in age, but he you know he he does play good defense. Uh, and when you look at you know, what Wimby does when he holds down the fort, you know, how much in the paint, I mean, in, in any point, you know, he can guard any any position if he really wanted to because he's just so – just the way he moves, how tall he is, obviously, the length that he has, you know. Uh, some people kind of put that Trey Young defensive thing, you know, kind of on the back burner. They want to see those, those lobs to Wimby. They want to see him feeding Wimby down in the paint. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, right now I, I see it more. People are kind of more on the let's let's try to get Trey Young. Some people still are like, "What's well, going to cost too much?" Yeah. And what does cost too much really mean when it comes to a Trey Young who's what twenty five years old? Yeah. You know, um, it obviously when people were talking about Dame Leonard last season in the summer, it was he's too old. You know, he's up there in age. You're giving up way too much. But when it comes to Trey Young, he's twenty five. You know, you look at him and Wimby, twenty-five and twenty. I mean, they got a, they got a, they got potentially, you know, maybe ten oh, yeah. years of playing together if, if it goes that that way. You know, if they can bring in some pieces and his team starts winning and and you know starts producing those playoff runs and you know maybe starts producing those championship runs, mm-hmm. and then you see it as you know what, hey, five first rounders for me, I'm like, hey, for Trey Young, I mean, I know there's a limit on how many picks he can trade, mm-hmm. and I think it is five first rounders. You know, you give them back what they what they they lost or they gave, the Dejounte yeah. trade, mm-hmm. um, because if they do blow it up, I think that they get back could hold a lot of value next year yep. or you know the years to come. So you know, there's some fans that are already looking to that 2025 draft and speaking of players that could come up in in that class, and I'm like, man, let's let's just get you know through this one season yeah. first. You know, you, yeah. you, don't 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 tell me about 2029 either. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too far out. <laughs> I, I look at this the the Spurs fan base and it, it to me it does feel like it everybody's kind of already checked out of the season. It is what it is for the most part. You, you know, yeah. the, those ones that are still hanging on, but majority of Spurs fans they they know what it is. Um, I I want to ask you, and this might open up a whole can of worms here, but do it <laughs> collectively. Collectively, do you think Spurs fans? All of them, well, no matter what side of the fence they land on, have the front office, Brian Wright, on the clock this offseason. Like, they better make a move or all Spurs fans are going to be throwing their TVs out the tape, out the windows and flipping tables and arguing. Oh, man, that's a, that's a good one because, 
you know, I'm on the side of the plot start, started, you know, already for him, for Brian Wright. And, and there's a lot of people that are on the same side of, you know, hey, do something. Mm. Collectively, man, I don't want to say that everybody is on the side of, you know, hey, you got this off season. If you don't do anything, you got to go. Um, mm-hmm. Because there's still, like I said, there's still some fans that are looking into that 2025 draft and mm-hmm. thinking, oh, well, what about the players they can draft then? And, and what some people need to understand as well is a lot, and I mean a lot, can happen from now till then. You know, you you see kids that you know get injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think this season you had who was it? I think two players that were considered you know top ten picks that got you know some injury time. Yeah, uh, this season, uh, whether it was a knee or you know a shoulder, whatever it was, you know they were they were getting banged up. Not, and I'm on the I'm on the side of why are we going to wait? I think so. Well, last season, the off season, everybody was thinking we don't know what Wemby's going to do. But the way I saw it was, if he's supposed to be this generational talent, you know, maybe they're right. You know, bring in a bunch of players. But mm-hmm. I was at the beginning, I was like, you know what? Let's wait. Let's wait and see. But after, you know, the first couple months, I was kind of – I switched real quick, and I was like, I'm not afraid to admit. I flipped sides. I was like, you know what? Bring them. Bring players. Because Wimby is that guy. He is him, as they say. You know, mm-hmm. these numbers that he's putting up with talent that's around him, and it's not to knock anybody and say, you know, I don't want people thinking, oh, well, Chris is just hating on this player. Or Chris yeah, is yeah. just hating on that player. My biggest my, – everybody knows who, who, who the player is that I hate the most, and that's that caught guy i want him gone today mm-hmm. you know but we gotta wait but yeah man i mean the talent that, that wimby is who he is i'm like we gotta do something this season yeah well what's the point of waiting one more year if, he, if he's already doing you know he's getting these triple doubles he's averaging a double double for the season if he's doing this now why not make the moves now this, this mm-hmm. yeah. season you know yeah and I, I think I, a lot I'm of fans are on that side mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the the, the Spurs run off it, general manager, all that good stuff. They got to do something this offseason. They're sitting on a buttload of cash. How many picks they have, first round, draft, second rounders, how many flippable current players on the roster? Yeah, that's still an option, everybody, to make yeah. something happen. And because my biggest fear is not necessarily the whole, oh, we don't skip steps. It's not that. You know, but for me, it's I don't want other young up and coming teams to lap the Spurs. OKC, yep, exactly. you, you know, the Pelicans, the Kings, Dallas, Houston. I mean, I mean, they, they, yeah. you know, they're building something there, too. So why take a chance? Exactly. Why, yeah, take, why a take a chance? Let's, let's get the ball going. I'm not saying skip steps, but I'm also I'm also saying use what you have uh, to make right. those steps maybe shorter uh, and right. get things going. But, yeah, it, it you know, it's, it's it is interesting, you know, because this is the final stretch run of the season. You know, everybody's gonna start looking forward to the draft. You know, here we go again. It's considered <laughs> a weak draft. You know, not many power, right. power players in it. I would rather see the Spurs trade out of the first round. You know, to, to go pick up more picks or package it and send it to a team that's getting a player that, that can make it an immediate, immediate impact next season. But yeah, it looks like the Spurs fans definitely have a lot on their mind. And uh, thankfully, that's yeah, where we got Chris Leha here and uh, to tell us what's going on in the corner of the Spurs world. And that is who makes up the Spurs. And that is the fans because you guys come first. He is Chris Leha with MCS General Contracting. Follow him on X at CLeha3. 
do that right now because if you do have contracting uh, cement issues uh, or just want to get a, uh, an idea of what he can provide his MCS general contracting, best way to do that is on his X at CLayhow3, but he'll brag about his company later on. When we get back, we're going to be discussing you guys, Lockdown Spurs fans who have been leaving a couple comments on the Lockdown YouTube page. And there's one comment that I think Lehigh will definitely love to bite into in a few seconds. That's coming up next right here on Lockdown Spurs. Hey, I want to talk to you about eBay Motors, passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy and what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to the peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed or power or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Look. With eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need and the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. ebaymotors.com, go there right now. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to customers in the U.S. Also, I want to talk to you about Muslingers Drive Through Coffee. You want to go to Muslingers Drive Through Coffee right now if you're in San Antonio, 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive, open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. You need a latte? They got it. You need a Red Bull infused Lightning Bolt series drink to get your day going? They got that too. You need a regular coffee like the Muslinger, their signature coffee? They have that there. Uh, code brew, everything you can think of, you have it covered only at Muslingers Drive Through Coffee. Look, they're a proud local community member. They proudly serve the San Antonio community. They're a proud sponsor of Locked On Spurs. And, hey, a friendly staff, an extensive menu, mini donuts. The list goes on and on. They got it all. Go to San Antonio's very own Muslingers drive through Coffee right now. They're very active on social media, on X, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. Pick a platform there. Their threads, they're there too. At Muslinger S A T X. That's all one word. Look, they have even drinks like dairy alternatives, or if you want to just take it easy, something not as potent with all that caffeine. Hey, they got the OG OJ, one of the best drinks on the menu. I'm a little biased to that because I named it. So here's that. But go to this Muslinger's Drive Through Coffee right now, San Antonio, 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive, open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. They're located at the 281 and 1604 area and Rush, go to Muslingers. Why? Because life is too short for bland coffee. And we're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Chris Leha. He is repping the fan base on this fan episode of Lockdown Spurs. Follow him on XXC Leha 3. And uh, also, MCS General Contracting. He'll talk about that in just a few seconds. So, Leha, I figured it's the perfect time since you are repping the fan base, to talk about what the else fans are talking about on the Lockdown Spurs YouTube page. Now, normally, I, I pick about three, but I think I want to leave it limited to two, and I'm going to save the best one for last, and you'll see why in just All a right. few seconds. <laughs> <All good>. right. <laughs> Everybody, full disclosure, he already knows what it's about, so he's, I'm giving him time to work up his thoughts here. Okay, 
So the first co comment comes from JC. Now he's talking about the last, well, this past All-Star weekend. And he says, hey, and one mixtape uh, players in the dunk contest with G League stars and perhaps alleges of the games, that would equal fan satisfaction for uh, the dunk contest. You know, we talked about that in the last lockdown Spurs, Leha. Uh, so JC is saying, yeah. hey, you know, if NBA players don't want to do it, fine. We'll go find the street ballers. We'll go find G League stars. Yeah. Well, maybe legends of the game come in, put on the show. Do you think that could solve the boring dunk contest? Absolutely, man. I, I, I don't understand why we don't have, you know, these all-star, you know, great dunkers in the dunk contest every year. I mean, to me, the last great dunk contest was Aaron Gordon versus Zach Levine. And Absolutely. to this day, I believe Aaron, Aaron Gordon got robbed. Yes, he did. Of that championship. Um, but that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> man, I mean, there's, there's so many guys out there, like you said, and one, street ballers, that I think what's lacking is creativity, right? Because it went from, you know, I think it was – Nate Robinson, who dunked over, uh, I think uh, it may Dwight have been Howard. White, Dwight Howard, Dwight yeah. Howard right? I'm talking about a guy who is what? Five foot something, six foot, you know, he's small. And you're talking about the White Howard, who's a seven footer, you know, and this year we had guys dunking over, you know, small guys, and it's like, and they were sitting down on a chair. And I'm thinking, I, I think they brought in Jalen Brown into the dunk contest. They may have forced his hand maybe a little bit to be mm -hmm. part of it. But what did he really do that was a wow moment, right? That was, oh, man, look at that. And, you know, you look at they brought in a uh, song from the G League to participate like he did last year. And I'm thinking to myself, why, 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 do, you have, why do you have to bring him in? Do, you, do we not have stars in the game right now that, that – Produce dunks, and you know, like Jalen Brown. I mean, he he put on a glove for a dunk. That was supposed to be his ooh moment. And I'm like, mm -hmm. come on, guys! Like, you stay out of the week to to practice dunk, you know, or or, or think of ideas to to be creative. But to me, the whole All Star Weekend, to be honest, I, to me it was just boring. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, the the rising stars, you know, that's a good you know uh, day event. I think people were saying the celebrity uh, all-star game was more exciting than, wow. you know, the, the NBA all-star game. And that yeah. tells you a lot, <laughs> you know. Um, three-point contest was good. You know, you had uh, Seth versus Sabrina for, for their three-point shootout. That was great. But dunk contest, snooze fest. All-star game, to me, snooze fest. I mean, you're putting up 200-some-odd points. I'm like, where's the defense? Where is the, 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 the effort? Where is the try to, let, hey, let's win this game? You know, let's lock, let's lock each other down. You, you're supposed to have what are the greatest players in the league, in the world, you know, showcasing for us. And, I mean, it was just boring. The dunk contest, I mean, to me, it, it, it's dead. It's whatever. I'm going to skip it from now on until until you start seeing those names that, you know, you watch during the, the regular season that come in and, and put up these crazy dunks, even in, in season games. Um, but, I mean, Zion Williams could be one that you could, you know, oh, yeah, you say, sure. you know what, you, he, he has that, that may not have creativity, but, man, when you see him going up and down that court, yeah. that aggression, that power, yeah, I mean, power, that right. could be more exciting. Yeah, it, it could excite the, the 
fans were booing. You know, I mean, they were, that, that that tells you what the dunk contest is now. If the fans are booing and nobody is reacting, there's there's not the oohs and the ahs and everybody getting out of their seat, you know, jumping up and down. Mm-hmm. They they gotta do something, you know. Like like JC said, bring in those those N one guys, street ball guys, and, and, and see what yeah. they can do. Um, and it's good for them, you know. It, it gives those guys uh, more publicity as well. You know, it shines a light on those guys more. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. The NBA the NBA guys don't want to do it. So yeah, yeah, you gotta go people, somewhere. Yeah, some people blame LeBron for not wanting to do it. You know, because he, you know, he's one of those talents that you look at Jordan. Dominique Wilkins, Dr. J, you know, those guys that did it. And then LeBron's like, nah, I don't want to. Like, come mm-hmm. on, guy, you're, you're supposed to be the face of the league. You know, yeah. the, the other guys will follow suit. You know, how many guys would not have lined up to be in the dunk contest if LeBron was in it? Whether LeBron wins it or not, just competing against him, I think would have brought out more in guys. Oh, for sure. Know, creative and, you know, mm-hmm. just put on a show for the fans. At the end of the day, like you said, it's all about the fans. And right now, fans are not happy with it. So we'll, we'll see absolutely what happens. Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, I, I, I would love to. I mean, to see Wimby do it, just because the freak, the freak nature of it. You know, just how far away can he jump from the free throw line? Like how before it with his with his reach? Right. You know, yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Just to see that happening, that'd be great. But we got to move on to uh, comment number two. But you're actually gonna get two for one, Leha. Do it. You're going to get just one just popped up while we were re, uh, recording this episode here. So yesterday's Locked On Spurs guest was Michael Jimenez. Now, everybody knows about him and his wild takes and how often he gets cooked daily, daily for everything he says, from hating on San Antonio culture uh, to uh, especially his wild Spurs take and always hating on Sohan. But we have a couple of comments about our guest, and I figured, you know what? I think I'm gonna save these for Leha because I think he'd be the uh, the, <laughs> the authority on these uh, comments slash reaction that he's gonna to give to us. So the first one came from Nicholas. Uh, let me see if I get this right. Nicholas Castango. He says Michael is not adequate person to produce a reflection about him as a fan. Someone else can answer why fans can't enjoy the process. He's been repeating the same thing all the. Uh, let's see. Oh my god, he wrote a thesis here. Uh, and is unable to reflect about the topic objectively. He's convinced about his belief, and it doesn't end there. Another one is from OP second 718. He says, This guy, Jimenez, drives me nuts, implying that we should have bought him out earlier, knowing now that we got Wimby by not doing that. It's absurd. Your boy's getting cooked. Leha, your thoughts. I tell you what, if Pop were to get fired, you know how he is about Pop. He's no. about Jeremy. Um, if he's traded or if Pop were to get fired, he would go on this huge rant. He was the one that told everybody first that we should fire Pop. Uh, we should yeah. you know, trade Jeremy. And trade his... I, I, Jimenez, you know, Jimenez is Jimenez, right? That just takes the way he has them for I, – I believe he does it on purpose because he wants, you know – he wants the attention, but clout. when the attention comes, yeah, the clout comes. Easy, you, you know he's going to get cut. No, he definitely has an agenda. You know whether it is to uh, generate uh, attention to his show, the Animal City Sports Podcast on YouTube, or just to rile up the fan base. But you know, 
what was interesting though is that he manages does that 2020 thing like hindsight's 2020 he's saying uh like like for example the guy uh the commenter op second 718 says oh implying that we should have bottomed out earlier uh you know but then probably missing out on chance on wimby uh he, you know i think he manages is fun you know i'm good that he has a thick skin you know but for sure <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but you know, every time I have him on lockdown, I get messages that people saying like, "Why is he on here? Why is he on here?" I mean, even you, you, you got you got uh, questioned about like, "Why are you coming on a fan episode?" The person didn't understand what the concept of it is, but like they were like taking a shot at him and saying, "What he doesn't get a fan episode or something like that." So, my God, they you got want to call him an expert, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 like that. Yeah, but when it comes to Jimenez, right? Last season, he was you know super team tank fans that told him, no, man, tanking is not good. Like, it creates a, a losing culture is what people call it. Mm-hmm. And and look at this season, and it's like, can't be team tank. Tank team either produced a lot of wins. You got to take a step back and say, you know what, well, they lost a lot of games that season. But they gave up in the third and fourth quarter. Yeah. What's the story? Well, there you have it. Leha loves to cook uh, Jimenez, and he definitely did right here on Locked On Spurs. Hey, Leha, we got to know about MCS general contracting. What is that about? Uh, how can City San Antonio find you guys? What services do you all provide? So you can find us on Twitter at MCS, or sorry, GC. Um, you can email email us at estimating at MCS-GC.com. Um, and yeah, what we do is we provide concrete services here in San Antonio. Yeah, we're just busy, busy, busy. Uh, we're at the moment talking to two new companies, trying to, you know, expand our growth here in the city. Growing, man, because at the end of the day, we got to make some money. I, gotta, exactly. I, gotta, I want to start showing off my 1099 too, like you meant it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Follow him on X at CLayHow3. And once again, Chris, we thank you for uh, representing the fan base on this fan episode of Lockdown Spurs. Hey, everybody, we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever we get podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow. More Spurs talk as the Spurs are going to be back in action soon or later this week. Lockdown Sports Today, 24-7 channel streaming only on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today, go subscribe to that right now. So for Chris Leha, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of this fan episode of Lockdown Spurs.